You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dealt a severe blow to the mushrikeen. Do you know how many of them got killed that day? 70. 70 pagans got killed and 70 were taken as prisoners of war. That was big for Quraysh. They were not ready for such casualties. And Abu Jahl, when he had looked at the Muslims and their size, initially remember what he said? They're a bite. I can swallow them right now. 70 got killed. That was a big blow to the pagans. 35 of them, half of them got killed at the hand of Ali ibn Abi Talib So the Imam Ali single-handedly killed half of the casualties. Now you see the Arabs why they hated Imam Ali so much. Because he gave victory to the battle really through his sacrifices, through his sword. Now two prominent Meccans got killed in this battle. Abu Jahl and Umayyah ibn Khalaf. This chief instigator, Abu Jahl, the Prophet called him Fir'aun hadhihi al-Ummah, the Pharaoh of this Ummah. That's how evil Abu Jahl was, the Pharaoh of this Ummah. You know how he died? Two young boys, teenagers, from the Ansar, maybe they were, they were in their early 20s, young boys. They were in the battle, they came up to one of the companions of the Prophet. They told him, Ya Am, who's Abu Jahl? He told them, why are you asking about Abu Jahl? It's like we've heard this is a vicious man who slanders the Prophet and he mobilizes people. We, we'd like to have the honor of killing him. So Abu Jahl comes, he's fighting like a warrior. They spot him, both of them go, they charge at him, they strike him. They strike him and he, it was unexpected. Two little boys popping out of nowhere striking you. He wasn't expecting that. You know, he didn't think they had the courage to come forward. So they, they caught him off guard. They struck him, he fell to the ground. He told them, who are you? And you know, subhanAllah, the Prophet had promised. He, he had said before, the, the, the weakest of my army is going to kill Abu Jahl. That was humiliation for him. The weakest of my army, two young boys, probably not that even experienced in battlefield. They were the ones who struck at Abu Jahl and he fell. When he saw two boys, he had so much anger and regret that two kids killed me. I'm Abu Jahl. He thought he was the owner of the universe. When the Prophet calls him Fir'aun, he claimed probably to be God in his heart. That's how much ego he had. Then Ibn Mas'ud. Also one of the Ansar, Ibn Mas'ud, one of the companions of the Prophet. And he was not one of the very prominent, well-known companions. He comes to the Prophet, uh, he comes to Abu Jahl, he sits on his chest. First of all, he steps on him, then he sits on his chest. You know what he tells him? He tells him, oh son of a shepherd, do you know where you're sitting? You're sitting on the highest thing. You have mounted on a very difficult mount. 
meaning I'm Abu Jahl. Do you know who I am? You're killing me, you're finishing me off. He told him, no, forget this talk that you're talking. It's not going to save you. Today, Allah has given the victory. He said, who? Who won the battle? He says, Muhammad and we, the companions, we've achieved victory. Abu Jahl, he started praying to his idols, Wallat, Wal-Uzza, and he slandered the Prophet. He said his last words and Ibn Mas'ud finished him off. Now he, subhanallah, when Allah, according to some Mufassireen, when Allah revealed Surah Al-Alaq, Allah mentions in the middle of the Surah, أَفَرَأَيْتَ الَّذِي يَنْهَى عَبْدًا إِذَا صَلَّى Do you see the one who prohibits when one of the servants of Allah prays? Basically Abu Jahl, when he would see the Prophet doing sujood in Masjid Al-Haram, he would go up to the Prophet to harass the Prophet. When he would see the Prophet in sujood, either tainting his clothes with the flesh of sheep or cow, or sometimes he tried to kick the Prophet or to step on the Prophet, to stop the Prophet from praying, Allah warned him. Allah says, I swear, if he doesn't stop, we'll grab him by his forelock. It's a lying, sinful forelock, the forehead. When this was revealed according to some reports, the Muslims asked the Prophet, what is this? Who is this referring to? It was referring to Abu Jahl. And the Prophet told his companions that Allah will have the head of Abu Jahl dragged on the earth from his forelock. He who's so arrogant like that, Allah will have him dragged. Now some Muslims thought this is, gonna be ha this is going to happen on the Day of Judgment, which is the case. Abu Jahl was very bulky and heavy. Ibn Mas'ud was rather younger and lighter. So when he cut his head, he wanted to bring his head to the Prophet to tell him, I finished him off, the Pharaoh of this Ummah. Ibn Mas'ud says he, his head was so heavy, I couldn't carry it. I was too weak to carry it. Maybe he was fatigued by battle. He says, I had to drag his head from his hair on the dust of the battlefield. When the Muslims saw that, they're like, Subhanallah. Allah told us in Mecca that the forehead of Abu Jahl will be dragged on the earth. And we saw this, we saw that at the Battle of Bad. Subhanallah. So Abu Jahl was out of the picture, this chief instigator. And the last one, and we conclude with this, was Umayyah ibn Khalaf. You remember Umayyah ibn Khalaf? The owner of Bilal, the Abyssinian slave, the one who tortured him in Mecca, the one who would put boulders on his chest, who almost got him killed. Ubayyah ibn Khalaf, he came to the Battle of Bad. And remember, he didn't want to come. We talked about that last week. But then, uh, because, the, because he had heard from one of the companions of the Prophet that the Muslims will kill him. So he got scared. He said, Ma kadiba Muhammadun qat. Muhammad doesn't lie. We have our issues with Muhammad, but he's not a liar. If he said, I'm getting killed, that means I'm getting killed. And his wife told him, Don't leave Mecca. So when the pagans mobilized to leave Mecca, he says, no, I'm, I'm staying here. He, he knew he would get killed if he goes. You know what they did? They brought, basically in today's words, makeup. He was sitting in Masjid al-Haram and they made a scene. They told him, 
Omeya, here's some makeup because you're staying like a woman. So you're going to cry like a woman. So here, play with this makeup like a woman. You're not a man by not joining us. Don't say that to an Arab. His ego is too big. He's like, if that's the case, then I'm going to the battlefield. So he came and he got killed in the battlefield. How? Basically, we find that Umayyah ibn Khalaf, Abdul Rahman ibn Auf was his friend from Jahiliyyah. Abdul Rahman ibn Auf, who by the way, other schools of thought, they have so much respect from him and he was, you know, anti-Ahlul Bayt. You know what he did at the Battle of Bad? This is Umayyah ibn Khalaf, the enemy of the Prophet. The one that the Quran, when it revealed Humaza, right, Surah Al-Humaza, وَيْلٌ لِكُلِّ Lumaza. Woe upon those who mock the Prophet and the Muslims. They have a habit of deriding others, mocking them, making fun of others. Umayyah ibn Khalaf was one of them. He was an enemy of God and the Prophet and the Muslims and the believers. And he had a habit of mocking people. Abdul Rahman ibn Auf, one of the companions of the Prophet, who, wasn't, who was hostile to the Ahlul Bayt, he says, I was friends with Umayyah. So I went, I told him, look, let me take you out of the battlefield. In other words, he was interceding on his behalf. The enemy of the Prophet who's come to the battle to kill the Prophet, you intercede on his behalf, shame on you. So he's like, I, once, I was dragging him out of the battlefield to probably give him amnesty when Bilal saw us. Bilal was the slave who was tortured by this man in Mecca for such a long time when he became Muslim. Bilal says, no, 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 you're not getting away with this. So Bilal, he called on the Muslims, Muslims, this is Umayyah ibn Khalaf, run to him. So he made that scene, Bilal, and he came and the Muslims came, they all participated and they killed Umayyah ibn Khalaf and they didn't let him flee the battlefield. So through the efforts of Bilal, Umayyah ibn Khalaf got killed. So it was a decisive victory for the uh, Muslims. Next, inshallah, we'll examine the aftermath of the war. What, are, what were the results? What were the consequences? We'll also examine a hadith you've all heard about. La fata illa Ali, la sayfa illa dhul faqar. Was this revealed in Bad as some hadith state? Was it in Uhud? Was it twice? Is there a discrepancy? We'll examine that in our next class. Wa sallallahu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa alihi al-tahirin.